0: Welcome, Mike. It's a big content. Been a minute. We've been traveling a little bit, but we're whoa, here.
1: Whoa. You've been traveling. We no. I need you to take. No, some of I work. made it. I, I made it work. I need dog. you to. I need you to take I some of burden here. off my chest. I Could have been here.
0: Yeah, but you. We didn't even. You didn't even try to get an episode.
1: I wanted to let you vacation. You needed to recharge. Yeah, I didn't get your mind off things. No, I didn't. You know, cut all the momentum you had cut all the fat no, <laughs> cut all the weak people just out of my if, company. see if you could keep it going but i checked the youtube numbers
0: yeah we're cooking right now we are cooking. cooking
1: right now a little bit
0: today's a stacked up i feel like we actually have a lot to talk about yeah i'm excited yeah because i i wrote down a few things prior to you sending that most of them were overlapping though
1: this guy's a micromanager
0: uh, uh I, I need to <laughs> we have entry-level positioners over here i need to get micromanaged. what do you want what do you want to talk about? well where, where do you want to start with what?
1: Why wouldn't you respond back with some of the stuff you had? That way I could position it.
0: Most of them were Give over, me that let Most me see of them it. were let overlapped. Me see it.
1: Let me see it. I'm Please. sure it was, but <clears throat> I could still... Let me see.
0: It was uh, intern search, snapback community, the stadium tour, launching trivia YouTube, and our YouTube views being higher right now despite putting out less content. So that was kind of like what I had. And I right. Maybe some other There's things. a lot
1: of... All right. I wanted to start with the TikTok creativity fun, different than the TikTok creator fund, because this will be helpful. For creators. This
0: is a discussion we've actually had in the office like three or four times over the last week. Okay. This specifically.
1: Good to know. Well, now we can discuss. So TikTok has had their well-reported on TikTok creator fund, which was a billion dollars or whatever they headlined. And, you know, Charlie D'Amelio made 20 grand and Dixie made 15 grand and Addison Ray made 10 grand. And you, the creator, who had 100 million views, made like... $4,000. And that's if you went berserk. It's not sustainable. No full-time creator could rely on a creator fund. Then Snapchat comes out with their uh, monetized ads in their stories, and David Dobrik's making millions of dollars. This is a little more possible for now because advertisers are spending. So
0: Snapback creators got to rip, and TikTok was like, we need to do something to keep exactly. creators here. And
1: so they came in and said, all right, we can't monetize your 14-second dances, but what we can do is we saw YouTube Shorts. They can't do it either. But if you post longer-form content, we can monetize it. So they released their TikTok creativity feedback, Fund and based off of some of the numbers that I know of because of our agency clients, they're making good money. So, every thousand views on average, I would say CPM, RPM, whatever it is, is about a dollar. It could be a dollar fifty on a higher niche, it could be a little lower on a crappier niche. But if you're creating original content, you have ten thousand followers, you've posted a few times in the last twenty eight days you are able to apply and I think getting in hasn't been hard. All videos have to be a minute and one seconds or more. So most people are just going with the minute and one second videos. I'm not sure if they reward like YouTube, where if you posted a 20 minute video, you would have four ad slots. I think this is just equal all across. So not to say there's a benefit to posting longer than a minute and one second, but we've got two creators. I would have, I mean, you can back into the math, but on their accounts over the last 28 days, two, two big accounts, and they've made $17,000 on, uh, through the creativity fund. So big, real numbers. The fuck for- they need you for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So sexy came across a video basically, which is, this is kind of like meta now he came across a video of someone talking about how much money he made yeah. in the creativity fund, whatever it's called. And that opened his eyes to it. He brought it to my attention and it's really relevant to us because we have not tried to really monetize TikTok yet. Yeah, and our trivia's are doing really well. They get the worst trivia's will get a hundred grand, right, mm-hmm. or a hundred thousand views on it. Which, again, if you back into the math, that's like a hundred dollars at a one dollar CPM Yeah, that would net us. You know, five hundred dollars. We we put them out seven days a week. So that would you know five to seven hundred dollars a week at men, right? At men, and we have interns coming in, so we're trying to scale up trivia and do like two a day, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Case in point is like we can make a lot of money. It we have not switched yet because unless I'm wrong about this, if you're part of this, it takes the link out of the bio. Interesting. So this was the only counterpoint I had to it. I have. We just started. Check your check your the clients or whatever that you work with, to uh, see if they okay. have a link in their bio still. So this was the only d- real downside that we found, and normally I'm I'm I'd be okay with it given the amount of money we could probably make off of it, probably somewhere from seventy to hundred grand okay. in a year yeah. off of this if if this stays the rate. Problem is like we just launched the trivia YouTube channel, and I actually think not having that link would be really fucking detrimental to building the foundation of that channel right now while we're moving people from TikTok into YouTube. If the link's not there. I hesitate to believe that people are going to be like, oh, they have a YouTube channel. Let me like open up a different app. Let me search it and make sure that I could find it. Like I'm probably not going to find it in the first search. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my biggest concern. And I'm like, we just started it. Had we already had like 10,000 subs, 50,000 subs or whatever, I'd be less hesitant to move over to that creator fund. But it puts, it puts me, puts my feet to the fire of like brand versus money here. This is like a real life decision I have to make right now of whether I think building that YouTube channel as its own brand right now, monetization aside is more valuable than maybe making 50 70 100k yeah. this year based off of that
1: so checking their accounts one of them didn't have the link the other one does he has a link they in have the bio. A link in the bio and you can still you both of them still have like their instagram and youtube little icons okay so that's bill i'll text them after and, and get more because okay. if not <laughs> you gotta turn that shit on i haven't been able to join because when i apply and then it wants me to enter my payment details it, like, sends me to some funky PayPal-like stuff, yeah. and it, like, the page doesn't work, uh, and I've been trying uh, to do it. Maybe so.
0: so many people are fucking, maybe they have, like, a landing page for this specific connection, and, like, so many people are trying it's to do it right weird. Now. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, I had sexy do some, like, deep dive research, and that was, yeah. like, the only downside we could find. And we weren't even sure, because, like, yeah. it, it, some people felt like it had it, some people didn't. Yeah, I think what's
1: different about this one is... It's not like they're putting ads into your content, so it shouldn't kill any of the content yep. either, which I think is incredible. Some
0: people say that like your views drop off pretty significantly the first couple of weeks, and then like as yeah. long as you're consistent, they go back up. I'm trying to imagine how much money we would have made during fucking Ike's Launch oh, this that would have been
1: fun. That would have been
0: crazy. Make
1: what like a thousand bucks a video?
0: Maybe, yeah. They were between like seven hundred and a million, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what a time
1: what a time to be alive so if you are creating on tiktok i would look more into how you could optimize to be eligible for that program because it's not going to change you really changing up much of your content you're just gonna have to get it over to a minute plus and you can bring in some funds which you could then reinvest back into your it's cool that
0: they're, they're giving back to the creators now especially at this guy i do wonder has snapchat like uh, are creators making any less money than they were two months ago? Cause they were making a lot of money.
1: Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll be at VidCon tomorrow, so I'm sure they're going to talk a ton about that. I doubt they'll give like super updated numbers. My numbers are pretty much the same across the okay. board. So yeah, just
0: like I, general sense. Cause I'm sure there will be a day where it's like, Oh, you know, they're not paying. The thing I have noticed
1: anymore. is people have flooded onto the app. Yeah, like it went, sense. it went from like anything, you know, there were, there was no Snap creators. Like, I was the one of the only Snap creator. And then it was like, all right, Dobrik and the big ones and, you know, the Pauls and whatever. But now, like, Portnoy is now posting on Snap. Like, mm. there's accounts that are have come out of the woodwork and are clearly trying to... make sense.
0: That's like yeah. every social platform, though, especially yeah. one that's now, you know, incentivizing you via monetization, which is super rare. Yep. And speaking of monetization, congrats on the fucking community launch. Thank you. You, Thank uh, you. you finally got your own product per se out there yes yes let's let's talk about like the i mean you went on this baseball tour where you went to five different stadiums five different baseball games and you sold 50 tickets per game to people in the snapback audience did you end up selling out all the games yeah amazing like 250 people there over the course of five games um so you had that connection with them and i'm sure there was a lot of momentum of that energy right into the like the community aspect of what you're doing now when you launched the community program let's let's say from the start like did you know you were doing this prior to the baseball store yeah, or the baseball yeah, tour? Yeah. So, what so exactly did that? Is it so when of? we
1: rented your office back in January at our offsite? For, Still waiting for that invoice for payment for zero dollars. <laughs> we that was part of the plan was to launch Super Fam, as we're calling it, ten dollars a month, which includes Snapex Sports Hat, a pin, uh, athlete AMAs, betting advice, and data. Uh, you'll be part of our gaming channel because we're going to have a Madden League, which you'll only be able to get into through that. You'll have access to all our employees. We're doing a $10,000 creator fund. We're doing $1,000 in giveaways. And when I tweeted out yesterday, because I had posted on other platforms on Twitter, I framed it as, what if the NFT you bought and everything they promised was actually real, right? And this isn't a shot at NFTs, because I'm still Mm, a big believer in that. (laughs) It's a shot at, Everyone extracted, and and we did it at nights too. Like that is one of our biggest mistakes from Nights of DJM was like we minted, we raised a lot of money, and that was the idea. But then we extracted, and we didn't reinvest all that money, which I think was silly. So our goal is to get about a hundred thousand dollars in the year, and then dump all that money back in. So that could be paying players to jump in the Discord. It's obviously for the hats and the pins. Like the hats, pins, shipping is free. Um, It'll, it takes up two months of the membership. Like, it'll cost us $17. And after that processing fees, mm-hmm. no, we, we've we made it tight. 10 months
0: of profit's a lot. Huh? 10 months of profit. What do you mean? Like, I'm saying, if you're saying to have someone purchase a membership based on what you're giving them, yeah. it takes two months out. So, I'm saying you're getting, like, 10 months of... Profit.
1: No, no, that's just to cover the hats and the pins. Oh, uh, okay, like you have yeah. the other, other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're not, the goal is to not be profitable on in-year one. It's to literally yeah. any profit. Love we, it. <laughs> the only profit we make is to dump back in and give back. So, uh, that's exactly what we did with the bash. Yeah. We
0: make, so we make like $2,000 off of a $110,000 mint. You exactly. Know, like,
1: so, so that was the goal was to launch super fam at some point, create a sports community with all those things in it. And, it was we were just waiting on the hats. We went through four or five iterations, three different manufacturers, three different factories, samples back and forth. So it just took like five months. We rush shipped the first two like the first set of hats to get there for that tour. So it all kind of just happened uh, as the hats arrived.
0: OK, so you guys launched it. You had did you have that date? set up like for a long time? No. You're waiting for the hats and then... Waiting
1: for the hats and then we got the hats. We went on the tour the next day and then when we got back, you know, I didn't want to launch on like a Wednesday. We just yeah. picked a Monday.
0: So you feel like the launch went well?
1: Launch went amazing. I mean, we've, we've done like 280 to 300 memberships in 48 hours. Obviously, majority of memberships will come at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But I think as we prove out the value get an athlete in there have a winning betting pick uh start to you know introduce the Madden League like people will start to see the value most people I would say are just joining because they want to be part of it early on now it's time to like deliver and then we'll get the the remainder of people but we've only pushed it I mean for a day or so yeah. and i think about like If we were to drive three hundred depositors on Underdog or three hundred ticket sales on anything in a day, like when you frame it like that, it's almost like holy shit! Like that's really, really impressive. Yeah,
0: I mean that's even more impressive because most of those people are going to be locked in for you know minimum like six months. Yeah, you know whether or not it's like they just forget to cancel if they don't want anymore, but like that's just the way memberships work for them. Well,
1: that's what we've also said is if you want to cancel after the first month, it's the cheapest and only way to get our new hats. That's super fair. Yeah, so (laughs) So, you're like like, making money if you cancel in the first month. Yeah, I mean we're. The, you can't even buy the hats, but if you were to pay $10, I will still ship you the hat and the pin. It'll cost us $17, it will cost you $10, and then you can cancel. Like, I don't care. I, I, I believe that we're going to beat people with value, and they'll stick around.
0: Now, you max it at 1000 did I see that? Yeah. Thousand person. Is that just backs. like for a marketing? Purpose? No,
1: that that's because I think scarcity. <laughs> we want our inaugural class to be the first a thousand fans. And, and our goal was to locate our thousand super fans. I also think at scale, the concept of it all gets a little fickle. Once you, if you said, all right, 10,000 people, it's hard to manage that. Like yeah. I think over the year, I'll have a relationship and connection or at least know who everyone is within the community. That's fair. Uh, And, and, Obviously, to get to a place, it's a business, so we would want to scale it, and how do we scale it will come into question, you know, year two, do we introduce a second class, a third class, do we feel like we can manage, or do we provide so much fucking value in year one to these people that we're like, it's $100 a month. And for $1,200 a year or $1,000 a year, you want to make an annual payment. You're getting so much value that, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, the the good part about it, you keep it small and you keep it. T- how are you? How are people signing up? Like, what's the actual platform? How are you tracking everything? So
1: WAP, WAP.com backslash SnapExports. It's good. like a Patreon, you know, has okay. same, it's a very simplified back end. It's a it's honestly a really, really strong tool.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, like. The beautiful part about having something really simplified for tracking is now you can see which members have been there for the longest time, so you can yeah. like reward. You know, you might have a special reward like, hey, if you've been a member for twelve months, we're now sending you out we like have this a super fam pin, exclusive, for the, for the yeah, year. yeah, you know, exclusive piece of merch. And then also, you know, once you have a very core foundation of like all the value they're getting. Now you can easily upsell. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like now you could say, like, hey guys, like you're still in grandfathering the ten ninety nine, mm-hmm. but Jack's now gonna do a bi weekly like private QA if you want to go to fifteen ninety nine a month yeah. or something like that. You know, I mean? and all that does is yeah. make you get on video for, you know, one extra hour uh, a month, but over a thousand fans, extra five dollars a month, five thousand dollars, like probably worth your fucking you know what I mean. It's very easy to like yeah. climb the ladder very slowly that, with these things. So
1: that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to be extremely conscious of. Go about really slow with this stuff is is like is upselling the people that have already committed because i don't want like for example i don't want to have them be paying ten dollars a month and then we work with a ticketing company and it's like hey guys here's you know use our code too like if it's if it they should be getting something extra than the the general i mean they signed
0: up you have you already outlined the value that you're giving yeah. to them. So when they sign up, they have the right expectations. As yeah. long as you deliver upon those expectations. You have gotta remember, these are the dudes that open their wallet for you. So they yeah. are the most likely people to buy the upsell. Yeah. You know and I mean like they are. Going they from are. point zero to one is the hard part. Going from one to two is much easier yeah. with those people. They've already done most of yeah. the groundwork. We just for you. we
1: gotta figure out what that value is.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that I really think it could be simple. Like the access part, like adding a little bit more per month, or being like, hey guys, we're now we're now organizing these Madden leagues or MLB yeah. leagues for you guys. You know, if you want to be part of that tier extra two ninety nine a month, we'll get your league set up for you. Like mm-hmm. kids will pay two ninety nine an extra month, but yeah. at scale, that's a lot of fucking money for your company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are the, the really, really incremental things. Like as you slowly raise up or offer multiple, yeah, multiple tiers with it, I mm-hmm. think are, are very cool too. Yeah. Um, that's exciting though. Cause now you can like really, really focus on that as like your, your, your thing that yeah. you're going after. Yeah. scaling.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, the, my favorite part of the whole thing. Well, The MLB tour was fantastic. I want to talk about that more at length. But when I, my first ever business I really started was a phone case company. So we got designs made in in China and then we would buy phone cases and it'd be like LeBron dunking, you know, with the Apple logo in his hand, stuff like that. And we used to ship those, me and my co founder, by hand. Like I would sit in my dorm room, put it in an envelope, write the like, Physically write the address, which now that I finally got a printer, (laughs) I was like, holy shit. But... Uh, it's just, like, I feel so back to my roots. Like, I was literally taping and packing boxes. So how good does that feel? It's the best.
0: It's so good. Like, it's so It's like so a common, stupid. it's like a thing that you're doing, like, yeah. together that you're like, yeah, this is actually, like, super, like, we yeah. made this from nothing, you Like, know?
1: Casey and I carrying 30 boxes to USPS Epic. because I didn't schedule a pickup for the right day, and, like, them falling on the streets of New York, like, that's, what it's that's, all about. that's yeah. really what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, so much better, and... Yeah, I, my time is worth so much more than packing boxes. Like it really would make sense to have someone else doing it, but I just fucking love it. Like I, I do, uh, for now. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun.
0: All right. Well, where, where can they check it out again?
1: Uh, WAP, W-H-O-P, which is a hilarious name. Yeah. If, you, if you know the song, uh, backslash snapback sports. All right. So. We'll
0: put that. Down below, first ever plug, I think we've used. In yeah, the, in And yeah. uh, big content.
1: <laughs> Super Fam is the sponsor of big <laughs> content once again for $0. Yeah. Uh, All right, but let's talk. I do want to just continue with the MLB tour, what I learned. So we sold 50 tickets per city, $25 per ticket. Once again, we took a loss on this. So you got a hat, a pin, a game ticket the surprise, which YouTube videos come in July, but we're taking someone to the World Series and we gamified the entire experience. So mm. in each city, there were a set of challenges with the final two doing a hot dog eating contest. Then that was the winner of that city. They got the custom snapback jersey, snapback What was, like, back. the
0: most hot dogs eaten by a single person? Oh, it was just a
1: race. It's just a race between the two people. To eat one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and you'll see the Cleveland one was hilarious, like, bun gate. Like, okay. there was a Bun-gate. discarded <laughs> bun. Like, there's <laughs> oh. drama. Yeah. Uh, bun gate. <laughs> it was epic. So, so then we have five winners in each city. They get the jersey, and then everyone ran a lap throughout their stadium in the fastest time, won the World Series ticket. Wow. Yeah, So we're going to have that. Whole someone
0: discussion. has like, so I don't know the stadium as well, but someone must have had a severe disadvantage. That's
1: the thing is there were disadvantages, but there were also someone,
0: like. I can't imagine sprinting <laughs> through the hallways of a baseball stadium. I would hate That's this. why
1: it was hilarious. The whole yeah. thing is hilarious. Like we brought everyone into the section for the hot dog eating contest. And it's like the middle of the seventh inning. And people are just like in our section going crazy. for yeah, those people yeah, yeah. eating Yeah. That's dog. fire. That's cool. Uh, so we're excited about that. But learnings were. One, 20 percent of the people ha, like had never been to an MLB game, and they just came to hang with us. On average, people traveled two to three hours to come to come, like for one game. Someone drove seven hours. Some people stayed in hotels overnight because yeah. it was the closest city. That was fucking very, very powerful to me because I had shared concerns about like our Super Bowl event, not being able to sell tickets. You know, do we have this true community that I I know we have, but I just couldn't quite figure out. So that was like just reassuring that yeah, it's here. Combine that with super fam, and um, yeah.
0: Do you have a rough number in your mind of how many people from the baseball games are now super fam?
1: I don't, but I want to say I've seen people in the chat being like, hey, I was at Kansas City or I was in Detroit. I would say that the number that we probably took away the most from was a lot of people reference watching the gaming channel and our MLB The Show series, which Mm -hmm. goes to show, if they're willing to come out and buy a ticket, they're also probably watching your 30-minute long-form video once a week and they're engaged in that. So I felt like that was was pretty powerful.
0: Yeah, it's cool. What else we got going on right now?
1: That's it for me. The next thing on my list was you launched the trivia uh, YouTube, which I said I wanted equity in, I wanted to invest, um, but it seems like you're, you're in Series B now. It looks like it's going amazing. But yeah. wanted to talk about the kind of transfer of TikTok followers, major success there. I think this is an obvious one where they can't get the full scope of the content. I guess they can. They could watch the three-minute you know, segment of it, but if they want the full trivia, it's on the YouTube channel, so it's an easy sell, so what, what are you, what are your takeaways, how are you pushing people, what's been successful?
0: Up to this point, I would look at it as, like, a smashing success, Yeah, we're, like, over 2,000 subs already, we've only put, like, 4k a video, yeah, and only, like, four or five videos so far, Um, I,
1: I will continue to say, like, I was betting on this, it's a lock. like,
0: yeah, very, very easy to see, I will say, like, when you were on Twitter, like, why don't you make an announcement video, like, the way that we're promoting is just so... No,
1: no, no. Crazy. I was saying you announced the channel, but there was no content live. Like, the video didn't oh. go up. Yeah. And I was like... Oh. I,
0: so you I mean Like, why didn't I make a video announcing it? I was no. like, because we're just going to plug it in every yeah, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. I was saying...
1: Because, you know, when people go to everyone who knew about trivia knows what to expect. So they hit subscribe. But if they didn't, they're like, Oh, I'm gonna go check it out. Mm. And then there's no content there. I, the content went up a few hours later, I think. Okay. Same Makes day. Sense. I think but we, that's what I was saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> no, you don't need to make an announcement. Video yeah. Yet.
0: I was like, what do you mean? like? Like, it's going to drive four people to the <laughs> channel. Um, yeah, so I think it's going really, really well. We've just been keeping it extremely simple in the yeah. in the beginning of TikToks. We now we, we change our process a little bit. Where when we were making them for TikTok, we would kind of just be in the office and be like, "Yo, I made some trips. Like, you want to run them?" Sometimes we do one. Sometimes if we just need one for that day, sometimes we yeah. do five at a time. Now we have a structure where each of us will be. A host for a youtube video and you need to bring three trivias to the table you're the host for those three and we just record the entire three trivias in a row so we'll do like a connect four Mm -hmm. take a break for fucking i don't know 30 seconds start the next trivia right up film that whole thing and basically it's easier for us to edit that way because most of the editing process comes in like taking out the gaps between the videos or whatever and like making sure you have the the pace up so once we do that you're basically editing youtube and tiktok kind of at once yeah so that's easy for us. And the only difference is that the YouTube videos are longer. So it has the three at a time, whereas TikTok's yeah. just one a day at this yeah. moment. So we'll go in the beginning of TikTok. We'll be like, you know, uh, welcome back to Office Trivia. Like, here's a grid for you guys. Also, we have the YouTube channel up if you want to watch like the longer form videos. Now, so
1: let's say you're hosting one and yeah. it's Tony and Sexy. When you post the first segment on TikTok, is the full all three on YouTube or is it after?
0: I want to say we put I, I want to say we put it up. So like the YouTube video goes live the day the first trivia okay. goes live. So Thanks. technically we'll have comments now that are like already saw this on YouTube or whatever, gotcha. which is now another kind of like factor that we need to figure out. Yeah. Um of okay, what is the value a lot of people like the YouTube channel better than TikTok videos already, but now do we start making content exclusive to do we put like an extra trivia per week that's not on TikTok or something like that? Or does it, you know, does it matter? I'm not sure. What are sure. your thoughts? Yeah. Uh I think because so we're in the middle of the intern search pretty much right now. Yeah. We had four interviews over the last two days where people were in the office and we ran trivia with them and everything. We had them nice. create their own trivia and host it. that
1: who was on one of the trivias yesterday that I saw? I saw someone. You probably saw too. Alex Caruso.
0: Okay. He's not an intern. Oh, He's just, Al-
1: that was Alex. Okay. Yeah, uh,
0: brunette kid, tall, like white kid. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I I, I didn't see. They filmed while I was on vacation. Gotcha. He came into the office. Oh, right. um, not an intern no. So with having an extra one, maybe two yeah. interns here, what I'm thinking is like, we start to look at, see, this is the mistake we made with like guessing next lunch is not actually focusing on that as like a business in itself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like almost making that an LLC. now I'm like trivia, let's, you know, yeah. we can really take that and bring it into something else and like scale that if we want to. So I'm thinking, all right, now that we have manpower to do more, it's like, do we up our trivia to, two a day? do we start getting more creative where it's like, let's up it to having more exclusive on YouTube. We have, you know, we have more hands on decks so where we're like yeah. thinking about different ways. I definitely think there needs to be some sort of differentiator in the content between YouTube and TikTok. whether it's really slight and it's just like, here's an extra video uh, a week that you guys get, or maybe the edits are a little bit different for YouTube. Cause I think they're pretty similar right now, other than like the cutbacks and stuff, yeah. but Uh, All in all, I'm, like, really happy with how it's going so far. I think we have, like, a good schedule. Every three days, YouTube video, TikToks every single day. It's scaling really, really quickly. Um, So, yeah, all in all, it's, it's going great.
1: Yeah. And I think what it accomplishes is it highlights your personalities. It builds character without making you guys the center of it all. Like you can bring in different people and that all just plays into it, which is similar to Ice Lunch. Yeah, it's
0: important because like I want to make sure that we have that continuity with if we if we start to build this up and scale it as its own business, it's like. Now I'm learning from my previous business and Mm -hmm. the fact that like, I don't need to be the face of it and I could not be here for a week and that shit, the content will get out, all this stuff will get out. And then eventually if it scales, like we could start thinking about, you know, no, I
1: think in our office, we should have like a little, uh, just like a trivial game set. Yeah. Hell Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. So my, my unwarranted advice, I don't know if that's the right word, but the feedback you didn't ask for is I would go premium on YouTube. So I would think like jeopardy, which took an entire 30 minute segment. Like mm-hmm. I would, that's how I would differentiate it because I, you never want to cut the quantity on TikTok, but yeah. like, how do you differentiate why jeopardy felt like, or these 30 minute single games feels like the way to do it. Like it's once a, long, a week
0: we do like one premium game that exactly. only goes up on YouTube. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it could be a deal or no deal. Like something that, that's gonna take a while. Yeah. And as it's opposed like, to grid. So the way I'm
0: thinking about it too, going back to like the TikTok creativity fund is right. is like it we're so we're so at the beginning still that I don't yeah. wanna make a decision that like cuts our head off yeah. right now. Where it's like trying you know, I I've preached about you know, if you're starting a new business or you're just yeah. being a creator. It's I like, would
1: not cut anything from TikTok. Right? No, we would
0: never cut. I just yeah. mean, I by cut of the head, I just meant like cut the momentum. Whereas yeah. it, like, if you add like a paid feature or something to it, I feel like it it's No, no,
1: no. Premium in terms of like, cut, I'm saying a 30-minute single game. Like, I got it, yeah. It yeah. took us a full week to plan this one, whereas grid might take, you know, a few hours. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. My thought, my what I mean by that is like, I almost want to just keep it as pure as I can for as long as we can right yeah. now, build up the good grace and like instead of using all that time to make like a premium one which we'll charge people for, it's almost like yeah. just use that to continue scaling free content. And then I'm not
1: saying charge though. Yeah. I'm I'm saying when I When think, you say premium, I'm thinking like okay. behind a paywall. And what I'm thinking is when you just combine three mini games into a video, that's almost like here's how we're just we're just packaging this together as opposed to thinking Let's do a 30 minute uh, gotcha, Jeopardy gotcha, round, gotcha, gotcha. right? Okay. Which can still be cut up for TikTok. And one intern is just focused on getting out these mini games, but the other one, his entire week's worth is planning what might be Jeopardy or these bigger single game okay. takes a while. Makes
0: sense. When you kept saying premium, yeah, I kept thinking, yeah, you mean like make a subscription for no, it or something no, like that, no. which I also think might be kind of cool too. Just like $2 a month or something, you get unlocked this video because YouTube does have like memberships. They do
1: have that. And uh, it's actually a good pivot to the next topic, which is Mr. Beast's latest video. Did you see how he sold feastables? No. I so Mr. So. Beast just did a video uh, going on like a dollar yacht and going on oh, $100 I, million I don't know if yacht. I watched
0: it through, but I saw like the premise of the video.
1: The fastest, you know, second most views. Second most views in twenty four hours for a Mr. or for any YouTube video. Uh yeah, he's crazy. In this eight or ten minute video, whatever it was, three three things to note. One, Pete Davidson was in the video. No mention of Pete Davidson in the thumbnail, like in the intro to it. Like that's how big it got. Also, Tom Brady in the video. Really? No mention like not See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, not playing with the greatest quarterback of all time. Like that's how wild his content has gotten, that it's n- you don't use Brady or Davidson. It's just like a highlight within. And what did Brady and Davidson— <laughs> just,
0: just something. It's like a tactic to get the next three seconds literally, on the watch. That's insane.
1: So what did they get out of it? It seemed like Davidson plugged his new show, I want to say, on Peacock. It wasn't like an official ad, but it seems like that's what it was. And I think the Brady plug was just because his kids were on the boat, and I think that was like a do-good. Most importantly, though, who was the sponsor of the video? feastables. In the video, they have some of his compadres go around on jet ski throwing Feastables to other people on boats, having them review it, taste it, say how great it was. And then he said, for a never before seen video, go to Walmart, buy Feastables, scan a QR code, you can unlock. So, kind of cool. The power of that is insane to actually have like chocolate bars within <laughs> Walmart where you can then unlock exclusive content. But same idea. He's getting people to buy his product, which then unlocks content. It's a strategy. It's tried and true, but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't sell or paywall your content, but aren't you building, are you still building the tool?
0: We are. It's like kind of built out right now, but our we don't work with the developer that started building it out and we're still in the middle of, I'm, I'm waiting for, I told you we were hiring like a tech person on our team, waiting for our lawyers to, uh, draft up the actual like contract offer. I'm going to send it to them and hopefully it's wrapped up by the end of this week and then we can get started. Like next week on it but that's you know it's like the convulsion of all these things where it's like interns will scale it uh we have the youtube channel going so that's really good we'll have the website going hopefully with the games that could be played on it so it feels like there's so much momentum on this business that like easy for me yeah like i don't have to do much for it where it's like so you
1: asked me like when this all came together for super fam and mlb tour and and super fam launching was like almost the completion of our flywheel Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what you're completing right now it's like once you have that and that and that then it's all connected and it works beautifully
0: it's gonna be like a superpower just like combining all at once
1: (laughs) so the other thing mr beast did was he tweeted and deleted that he was shutting down mr beast burger so Rumor mill sources are that uh, he's not happy with. I mean, he mentioned it in the tweet quality control, which is kind of a shot at mm. the you know company that does the back end of it. I'm not gonna not gonna throw their name out there, but he deleted it. I'm assuming because I'm sure they're locked into a very extensive contract. What was interesting was that he didn't say I want out of like working with them he was like i just don't want to do it at all i want to focus on feastables which i found very interesting uh someone with the ghost kitchen the company we work with is very keen on quality control so that's not a problem for us but just curious what your general thoughts are
0: uh i kind of feel bad for him mr beast a little bit like in a weird sense in the fact that like he has so much volume and scale that like anything he does will get scrutinized like such a large degree where i've kind of like come to grips with one of the things i'm really strongholded on when I think about it is, like, not judging myself if I want to pivot off something. Like, if yeah. there's something I want to do and I'm like, man, even if I, like, talked about it publicly and I just don't really want to do it anymore, I try not to be too hard on myself for it. And I can't imagine, like, with him the amount that he invests into it and just, like, the amount of eyeballs on everything that he does that if it doesn't work out, like, perfectly, he's just getting a million people chirping about how it's, yeah. like, he's a failure and et cetera shit like and
1: that. And I'm sure legally he's locked into, like, it's probably tough to be flexible like he is a startup yeah at, at his core but he is corporate to a degree he's got hundreds of employees yeah
0: I that's the that I wonder what he takes away from that and I would assume it's because like if another company is the one that's actually being hands-on with the quality control that's the last time he goes through like a secondary yeah um middleman to actually go through the product like feasible I'm sure he's extremely hands-on and like yeah taking every fucking bite of this these chocolate bars before yeah. they go live and stuff like that. I'm Source sure he did that with Mr. Beast. Sure too. am sure like, build the factory. Yeah, were, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, from now on, if he were to relaunch Mr. Burger, he'd probably, yeah. like, fucking do it you know, in, in a factory that he built. You or know, launch
1: real- all physical locations. Exactly. Like, and, and have quality control across.
0: Yeah, so I, I wonder, I'd like to ask him what, what his <laughs> fucking takeaways but.
1: <laughs> all right, next topic is VidCon. I honestly had never really heard of VidCon before.
0: I've, I know what it is.
1: I'm going, I'm, I'm speaking with Liz from Underdog. Very excited on Friday. Yeah, that's pretty about, cool. Talk about our partnership. It seems like it is becoming more of a thing to the general public because the platform VidCon? Yeah, will release, like... I've known about VidCon for years. But I, it was for creators. Now is it more like... Business? meta will announce their new uh, things or snap will release their whatever i don't know that's kind of the feeling i'm assuming is going to happen
0: okay yeah I, I w- i'm not sure of it i know i've known about vidcon for a long time there's a lot of people that i like that will go speak there but there's yeah. also i'm not really sure how those conferences work because I, I haven't gone to a lot of conferences but there's a, a lot of people going right? Like yeah. there might be anywhere from like you to gary v and it's yeah. like different okay. levels of speakers and i'm like are there just are there a ton of speakers that go i think it's one of is those. it like a concert where there's like 10 different stages and i people, think so okay yeah. Yeah, uh, VidCon's cool, though. But, that, I mean, those things I feel like are really fun for networking purposes because it gets you – like, the only networking things I ever go to mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, conferences are within this fantasy and sports media range. Right. But, like, going to a content uh, type of network is, is pretty fucking cool, you know, because you get to meet other people who are better at many things that you're not good at. But, like, yeah. you have your expertise, they have their expertise, and you guys are able to, like, connect and work together on different projects that, like, I think – can get you so much further ahead than just working with people that are in the same industry. Yeah. What are you looking forward to with it? I,
1: I like natural connections and, and networking. I, I assume, I mean, I know that a lot of them are going to be, it is what it is. Like people are there to network and to do business, which is great. Mm -hmm. I don't, some stuff great will come out of it. I think that 90% of the people are like, Oh, let's catch up. Let's get a coffee. Let's do this. It's like you have a lot what, of
0: people there like that. Like, that you know we're gonna, I
1: just know everyone is like posting. I'm going to be a VidCon. Make sure to hit me up. Let's grab time. You know, that that's thing. so funny.
0: I don't think I know a single person besides you. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen a single tweet. About <laughs> it. I don't know fucking anybody.
1: Yeah, I, I just I just hate that stuff. But I know it's very good for for what we do. So obviously, I'm excited to meet people. I think I'm hoping to speak with creators and just get like inspired and I don't know. Do you think there's still stuff to learn,
0: bro? You, of course, there's stuff to learn. What do you mean?
1: That's not already out there. Like, is there someone that's gonna say something? You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I'm the best at content by any stretch, but I know, I know what makes good content, right? Like, I do know. And if I go,
0: I think what you'll, I mean, you might learn something more from like a technically sound standpoint, but you'll learn something, something will come out of it. Like it will be a new connection or it will be something that you heard from a different angle or something like that that makes you think about things differently. A lot of the people at VidCon too are probably like creators that run businesses as well. So they can give you different, I don't know, product ideas or service ideas or different ways to think about things. Yeah, I mean, we're we're in our little bubble. Like we are good at what we're doing specifically, but there are people that are way better at what they're doing.
1: But I'm saying, do you think I'll talk to a creator and it'll help our content, help our business more yeah. than watching Mr. Beast being a YouTube genius yeah. on YouTube for ten minutes?
0: Um, yes, because you will get advice that's actually specific to questions that you're yeah. asking or talk or the con- like topic that you're talking about with somebody.
1: Is it something you would ever go to?
0: VidCon's uh, like yeah, I would, I would actually like Loki love to go to something like that. Go to every conference that's not a fantasy con- conference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? Why didn't you go?
0: I didn't... To VidCon? Yeah. I didn't even know what was happening. Oh. Like, I didn't know it was, like... I don't know how to go. I don't know where it is. I don't know <laughs> when it is. I don't know anything about it other than, like, I know creators that go to it.
1: Yeah. It's it's this weekend in Anaheim. Yeah. 40 minutes north of That's LA. maybe also why I didn't go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a long trip.
0: You uh, just do everything in New York, no? Yeah. Like, my grandparents. For no, because
1: sure. all the creators are in L.A. That's fair.
0: I'm surprised we haven't seen a swing of creators come to New York.
1: I'm not. It's very expensive no one's here in the creator space right
0: but like that those are two different like the expensive part makes sense but like I'm, I'm surprised why people haven't started migrating here
1: because I think no one's here think about it all right and even Casey Neistat is here Neistat, Neistat. Neistat. he goes to my target all the time I see him really yeah dope. I see him like once a week yeah all right so what else do you think there's a better is?
0: place for making content I feel like than LA is it yeah. All this outside. Is, the I think collapse. it's because of the studio. Just collabs. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Like
1: movies started out there. Yeah. I think that's weather. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although the weather in LA is pretty shit now. They've been in like a cold front, rainy.
0: Just like specifically right now, though.
1: No, for like three or four months. Like Love people it. Love in that. A, yeah. Yeah. Love Fuck it. you, LA. <laughs> and you're, oh, sorry. Sorry.
0: You're going sorry. to VidCon, brother. You're gonna, you're gonna have a target on your back. <laughs> Um, what's going on with your fucking Amazon negotiations? Are we wrapped or no?
1: Uh, we're still working there. They got back to us. They're still working on budget. Um, (laughs) which is
0: always going to be budgeting for six months.
1: This one, this one was encouraging though, that they said that. And, uh, we know another big party that is also confirmed that that was the response they got. So it's not just like, uh, we're kicking you down the line, um, off the air. I have some big news about a partnership that we just closed. Um, that I'm not going to release to the big content. Say yet. that again. We just signed an athlete to a partnership.
0: Why aren't you disclosing it?
1: Because we're going to do a whole announcement and press release. It's a, you know, it's a source. Maybe I'll let you source it. Ooh, come on. You need to build up credibility, though. I already have like, it. No. Wait, just wait on it. If he signs with the Jets, maybe if I'll get he it signs to it. with the Jets, you won't, be, really, you know you won't Alex, be able to afford me. Anymore. Alex wants to go with the like you know front office sports and the sports business journal. I think we should go hit him. You know, with the little hit guy, him, hit him low. Yeah, they won't know what's coming. The little guy.
0: Okay, yeah. Let me. Uh, that that'd be amazing business for you if Jamal Cook signs with the Jets, and then you have me announce that. Like that's my next breaking yeah, announcement. That's
1: what I mean. That'd be crazy. So I have so much cred. Yeah. My
0: price would be so high.
1: I might have to scoop the Dalvin stuff though from his agent.
0: It's gonna be the same fucking thing I broke a month ago.
1: <laughs> How done is this salmon? It feels burnt at this point.
0: I like salmon crispy, dude. <laughs> I, <do too. laughs> I like it crispy. You well, ain't charring that shit, it ain't Did you have out.
1: anything else? The only other crazy thing is this kick stuff. Like everyone is migrating from Twitch to kick. streaming i don't yeah
0: i don't i mean we're not on twitch i'm not like familiar with yeah the streaming world i know like big creators are moving over but
1: but like now even people who aren't getting paid are moving over there because more freedom to do stuff 95 5 split between creator and platform which will obviously have to shift or kick's gonna run out of money but like that's their play that i think that's where (laughs) it becomes serious right there's rumble i think was the one that we talked about where no one's on rumble or at least I don't know anyone who goes on Rumble and no one would migrate over to Rumble because they don't have that same viewership. Right. But with kick now, I'm seeing creators who aren't getting like the, you know, hundred million dollars or ten million dollars to go and be over there. They just think it's a better platform, which is very interesting. When that starts to happen, that's when you know the platform actually has some legs and is serious.
0: Yeah, that's always interesting to me when, like, a platform has such a big monopoly on it, but they don't really, like, work on their product well. Like, Twitch comes to mind for me with that. Like, they've obviously been popular, and they're a good platform that works on improving. But every time I go on there... it feels like it feels feels gross and lawless. And I just like never, it's not like good UI UX. I don't really understand what I'm doing on the platform. You know, it's always been a huge problem for me. And same thing with Patreon. Like I never liked Patreon as a creator to use it as a membership platform. They never really improved it. And I'm always like, there's always, it's a matter of time before someone else comes in and does it better and productizes it because, you know, people come to the platform and they think themselves like, I wish this, 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 there's going to be someone that comes and says, I'm just going to make the thing that I wish was right. there. And that's the same thing with creators. The same thing with uh, people like us, where it's like you can do the same thing for a long time, but eventually people are going to want something more. And it's like mm-hmm. you have to you have to think of the problems that you're not solving and then solve them as well, you know? Yep. Gary Vio says, like, put yourself out of business pretty much first. Yeah. You know, you got to evolve. Got to adapt. Got to kick it. <laughs>
1: that's all I got.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. It's like too hot in here to continue right now, to be honest. <laughs> My brain is starting to melt a little bit. Literally fried. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, close us out.
0: Oh, welcome, Mike. <laughs> uh, that's big content for this week. Thank you for hanging out. Join the Discord if you are new here. Uh, subscribe to the channel. All that. <laughs> kind of feels like we haven't recorded in like a
1: month. Well, because we we did the weekend.
0: Oh yeah, so it's actually been like two and a half weeks. Yeah. At this point, missed you. Fuck. <laughs> What? It's like flu
1: game on steroids. It's it's, it's big hot in here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. I'm thinking about uh, telling them not to fix the air conditioning. Just to build character. Yeah, it's yeah. just to. Uh, so we can look back on the good old days when we used to grind.
1: What's you know? it called? Um, Grow up? No. When you out the week.
0: Cut the fat, trim.
1: No, no, no. Like you flame out the week, uh, you burn out the week. It's like. Like you test them and then you see who's still there. There's like obviously. put your feet
0: to the fire. I don't, know, I don't really surround myself with weak people. So I don't have to use that phrase. Also. Yeah, I
1: see that as you have no one in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's fucking weak is out. <laughs> the only strong person left. <laughs> yeah, no one's here. <laughs>
0: Holy fuck. I'm already sweating. It's uh, hot. Do we got we got a, an episode today.
1: Do we? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, who do who do we give more love to? Jack eleven forty seven p.m. grinding, sending topics, or Nick six forty three a.m. answering big app, big app in the morning.
0: I think equally equally devastating to
1: the cause. Exactly, and I think this kind of goes to your point. I get work done late. You can't. You're an up and atom guy. I'm a just getting started at twelve forty one.
0: You ready? This is the the cross section, the overlap, and when we can both get work done this time right now. All right,
1: perfect.